Hi, I'm Danny Simon, and I lead the New Life Fellowship Church here at Manipal. I'm so glad that you tuned in with us today to listen to our audio podcast. Do subscribe so that you can tune in every week. You know, I believe that a spoken word can change lives, and my prayer and my hope is that as you listen to today's message, it will change your life as you know it. Enjoy the message. Uh, see, we as a church are making an impact in the city of Manipal. Because if you look in the spiritual realm, there's something happening in the spiritual realm. And that is very powerful. And that is very, very powerful. And I like to see how God moves. And I believe, and I really love to see how God moves. Because of how the way the Lord led me in my own personal life. Out of nothing, God can bring life. Amen. He is a God of resurrection. He is a God of hope. He is a God who gives life to dead situations and dead things. Amen. And uh, that's what I want to tell you. I do not know how you see your church, but I see an army of people worshipping the Lord. Look through the eyes of faith. Look through your spiritual eyes. We, when we come together, you know, the en- we are a threat to the enemy. Because there is something happening when we worship the Lord. You know, I said, when Danny told me, I said, I will still come. I am ready to come and preach to empty chairs. Because the word of God is powerful. It will bring a breakthrough. It will bring deliverance in our lives, in your life, in my life, in the land of Manipal. You know, but there's one thing that we need to hold on to. And there's one thing that we need to fight for. And that is our faith. We should not allow unbelief to creep into our lives. We should, Paul told Timothy, fight the good fight of faith. He did not tell Timothy to fight people or even the devil. We don't have to fight the devil because he's already defeated. But Paul told Timothy, fight the good fight of faith. Because if the enemy can bring unbelief into our lives, then he's got you. He will put you down. You are defeated. But if we're fighting for our faith, we can lose everything in our life. But if we lose our faith, we've lost everything. And that's what the Lord was putting in my heart. You know, God can do miracles out of nothing. And that's what I want to encourage you. And uh, before we get into the word of God, shall we just bow our heads and look to the Lord? Father, we thank you for this time, Lord. The privilege to worship you, Lord, Father. Thank you that you are here in our midst, oh Father. And you're working in the lives of your children, oh God. Father, thank you. Lord, thank you, Father. Lord, you have you Lord, established this church, Lord. The gates of hell shall not prevail, oh God. We speak your victory in the name of Jesus, Father. Lord, we look to you. We trust in you. And this morning, speak to us, Lord. Give us that rhema word, oh Father. We thank you and praise you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. You know, the Holocaust uh, was uh, the genocide of the European Jews during World War II between 1941 and 1945. Nazi Germany and its collaborators, they systematically murdered some 6 million Jews across, uh, across Europe. That was two-thirds of the uh, European Jewish population. They were uh, taken into gas chambers, into labor camps, and they were brutally murdered. A thriving Jewish community came to nothing. They were reduced to ashes in Europe. Today, after 74 years, 
the modern state of israel is a thriving nation very powerful in its economy and very very strong militarily you know they are they are known for their innovations and technology you know they are so they've so impacted the world within 74 years that we use israeli technology even in our mobile phones there's no nation in the world that does not use the israeli technology they're surrounded by enemies and their only goal is to destroy this tiny jewish nation but the israeli military is so powerful that their enemies dare not even think to attack the nation of israel think about it just in 74 years they were nothing they were in ashes and there was there was nothing how could such a tiny nation have a global impact like that the answer is found in the bible because the god of israel is the god of abraham isaac and jacob the god who defends the nation of israel is the god of abraham isaac and jacob he is a god of resurrection he is a god of hope he can bring to life dead situation and dead things and we serve him and worship him this morning amen he is a god of resurrection you know uh, this morning i've 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 uh, titled my message as the new beginning and i've taken it from ezekiel chapter 37 we all know the story we have heard about it probably read about it it's the valley of dry bones ezekiel chapter 37 verse 1 and 3 The hand of the Lord was on me and he brought me out by the spirit of the Lord and set me in the middle of a valley it was full of bones he led me back and forth among them and i saw a great many bones on the floor of valley bones that were very dry he asked me son of man can these bones live i said sovereign lord you alone know god brought ezekiel in a vision to a valley that was filled with dry bones the once prospering and thriving nation has become a desolate place as a nation they were now reduced to very few people and they were very and they did not have any hope the vast landscape it was a valley filled with dry bones not just few bones but the valley filled with dry bones it was a vast landscape that was filled with dry bones you know it was the result of a battle the aftermath of a battle the judgment and the punishment that god had spoken about all throughout israel especially uh, all throughout ezekiel especially ezekiel chapter 6 god had spoken about the judgment the result the outcome of the ultimate uh, you know battle that had completely destroyed the nation of uh, israel ezekiel lived and prophesied among the jewish exiles in babylon immediately after the fall of jerusalem in 586 bc This was a tragic time in Israel's history because God's promise to Abraham uh you know his covenant promise to Abraham and his descendants that they will live and flourish in the promised land you know was uh, it seemed that it is completely forgotten and it is shattered the Israelites forgot something they forgot that the God uh, of who keeps his promises there are conditions attached to it they failed to keep the covenant requirements of god god gave abraham the promise that he will give them the land of canaan but it was a covenant relationship a covenant relationship is an agreement and there are two parties to it god uh, is the one who keeps a promise and the israelites as god's people are to walk in obedience to the covenant uh, relationship to the covenant agreement now we as believers we have a covenant relationship with our god 
you know god loves us his, his love is eternal god will never take away his love from our lives but his is uh, you know his his condition his promises the fulfillment of his promises has condition to us conditions to it he is not obliged to fulfill his promises if we are not walking in obedience now that's what happened to the israelites you know because they broke the conditions they were walking in disobedience they 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 were walking in their own ways and the result uh, is that they were destroyed as a nation you know do you know what happens when there are no rules you know in the absence of rules people tend to make their own rules you know many times we think that the commandments and the requirements of god will limit us it will stop us from going forward but i want to tell you this morning that there is freedom and there is progress when we walk in obedience to god's word you know child psychologists will tell you this when a child feels very secure when there are boundaries set for the child and a proper growth of a child happens in the settings of that proper bound proper uh, boundaries when there are no boundaries they feel very very insecure they grow up insecure with fear but when there are proper boundaries they grow up very secure that's what the commandments of god does in our life it gives us freedom and it helps us to grow and to you know walk in security you know the child feels more secure and free when there are clear boundaries and defined rules it is the same for us as children of god the most secure place in our life is to walk in obedience to the commandments of god because there is growth and there is progress when we walk in obedience to the commandments and principles of god's uh, of god's word the second reason for the discouragement that israelites went through was this because they had failed in their calling to be the light to the nations of nations around them god had prospered them god had blessed them abundantly there was a reason for that the reason being that they were called to be to be the light to the nations around them you know they were they were called to influence the people around them now the israelites failed to do that because in the process we see that the israelites instead of influencing the nations around them they imbibed imbibed into their lives the idolatrous ways and faithlessness of the nations around them and as a result of which they failed in their calling and in their purpose god had blessed them abundantly god had prospered them above all the other nations around them but there was a reason why god blessed them and that is that there were there was a calling over their lives there was a purpose over their lives they were called to influence the nations around them i want to tell you this morning there is a bigger purpose of god in each one of our lives if you think that your life is just to uh, you know uh, just to live for your career or just to take get a job take care of your families then i'm telling you you are in a very very miserable place because that is not the end or the bigger purpose that god has in store for us there is a calling there is a purpose there is a bigger purpose and that is to influence the people around us you know jesus said i've come to give you life and life in abundance he said i've come to give you life and life in abundance the question that i want to ask you this morning is this are you walking in the abundant life that jesus has promised you are you walking or is there a, a a dissatisfaction in your life is there a restlessness is there a peace in your life and i want to ask you i want you to ask yourself this question what is the purpose of god in my life 
what is the purpose of god in my life because if you understand this you will understand in the fullness that god has you will walk in the fullness that god has in store for you you know i have been uh, uh, i have a teacher i have a mentor uh, from whom i learn uh, some of the management principles that i apply in my dental practice and uh, now this person this teacher of mine he is not a believer he is not a christian but many of the principles that he uses to teach us are taken from the bible are taken from the word of god and uh, there are people there are a lot of professionals like me who are willing to pay him money to join this course and to study from him and i was asking myself this question this person is able to impact those professionals they listen to him they listen to what he tells him to do and they are and he is able to influence them and i asked myself this question i know the bible i know the word of god what is the impact that i am having on the people around me you know you know many times uh, and i asked myself this question uh, and i was you know thinking about it see you know the problem with us many times is we think that uh, we we want to walk according to the standards the world has given us we think that our success comes because of following those things but i want to tell you this morning it is the word of god it is the principles from god's word that will give us success that will change things in our lives these principles are there they are of higher standards they are of higher you know they are of higher they give us higher victory and if we are able to understand this and if we are able to practice these principles in the world outside we will be able to influence the world to the church you know the problem many times with this we confine our christianity to the four walls of this place to the four walls of this place and to the three hours that we come here on a sunday morning because sometimes we don't have the confidence to go out there and to practice the principles that we believe in to stand up for the value systems that we hear and that we understand and we know that is true when there is peer pressure do we know can we stand up for god's word you know or are we are we are we so caught up that we want to you know follow the standards of the world if you study the gospel uh in the gospels jesus performed 40 miracles 40 miracles and out of the 13 out of that 39 miracles was performed in the marketplace and only one miracle happened in the synagogue only one that is why jesus could influence the world he could change the world he could influence the world he could be a light to the world he could he applied the word of god in the marketplace you will go back to your friends you will go back to your situations do you believe in what you heard do you believe in what you're reading every day that will make a difference in your life the israelites were called to influence the nations around them we are called to set higher standards and to live according to the standards of god's word you know uh, you might see people um, elderly people when they retire you know they want to they want to play cricket or they want to play basketball with their grandchildren in the backyard of their house you know what happens many times many times we practice christianity like this we practice christianity only in our homes in the backyards of our homes but we are not ready to compete in the big league in the big tournaments 
because many times we lack the confidence and we fail to understand there is authority in the principles of principles of god's word that's what happens so i want to encourage you this morning we are called to be the light we are called to be influence the israelites failed to do that and the third reason why they became a heap of dry bones is this they failed to keep uphold the honor of god you know throughout the book of ezekiel we read one thing and that is god telling i am going to act not for your sake israel but for my own sake but for my own sake ezekiel chapter 36 verse 22 and 23 this is what the word of god says therefore say to the israelites this is what the sovereign lord says it is not for your sake people of israel that i am going to do these things but for the sake of my holy name which you have profaned among the nations where you have gone i will show the holiness of my great name which has been profaned among the nations the name you have profaned among them then the nations will know that i am the lord declares the sovereign lord when i am proved holy through you before their eyes god is telling i am going to act now i'm going to act not for your sake but for the reputation of my own name because you have profaned my name among the nations you know the lord's glory was at stake because israelites were not walking in obedience to his word god's reputation was at stake because the israelites had treated him with contempt and now the name of the almighty god has been profaned by the neighboring nations the israelites had failed to safeguard the reputation of the most high god in the year 2010 the toyota company uh they recalled 8.1 million of their cars back they had given it to their customers uh but they realized that there was a defect and uh, you know it was in the gas pedal it would get stuck under the floor mat and there were some other small small concerns not major you know toyota is a big company they're very good uh car manufacturers but in 2010 they recalled 8.1 million cars back at the cost of 3.2 billion dollars it was a loss for them 3.2 billion us dollars it was a loss for them but they recalled it they recalled it back in the year 2016 samsung we all know the samsung uh, smartphones uh, they uh, had manufactured note 7 smart uh, smartphones you know that was very popular and highly priced but we know Uh, we might have heard what happened to these phones they was just go out go up in flames burst in flames so they recalled you know they recalled 2.5 million of these devices at a cost of 5.3 billion us dollars you know why did i give you these two examples no good company will allow their reputation to be destroyed they will suffer loss but they will not allow their reputation to be destroyed because if they would have left it just like that in the market it they they, they it would have hit their reputation and they've lost their brand value the market share would have uh, you know it would have reduced in the market that's what god's told the israelites my reputation is at stake you and i we carry the reputation of god's name over our lives we carry the reputation of god's name over our lives as christians people are watching us as believers people are watching us we call ourselves as the light of the world the salt of the earth that's what we are we carry the god is counting on us to safeguard his reputation 
many times the only gospel people will hear is our lives when they watch our lives a man of god said this preach the gospel if necessary use words if necessary use words you know the israelites had failed tremendously to uphold the reputation of god that's why god decides that he he is going to act he is going to bring his judgment upon this nation of israel so that the nations might know the glory of god the nations might know the glory of god and and they became a heap of dry bones it's a tragedy but they became a heap of dry bones but you see a god is a god who who is who is who loves us eternally eternally even when they went through that valley experience when the valley was filled with dry bones he never removed his eternal love from their lives and that's what the lord says this morning his love is eternal even in our lives and many times these valley experiences are needed in our lives because the nation of israel could not rise up once again unless they went through that valley experience they had to go through it there to understand god and they if they had to rise up from that ashes if they had to rise up from that pit they had to go through that valley experience in their lives and i want to tell you this morning valley experiences are good even in our lives the difficult moments of our lives are really good many times in our lives we need to learn to embrace these valley experiences these difficult times you know for many for for a long time i thought that when we go through difficulties and problems in our lives i thought that it was a waste of time it was a season of unproductivity i uh, in my life this is what i used to think but i want to tell you this from my own personal experience some of the profound and the deep foundational work was done in my life when i was in that valley experience when i went through those you know difficult moments in my life i learned to embrace the challenges and the difficult moments that come my way because they teach me some of the deepest truth in my in my life they taught me some of the deepest truth in my life you know if you go to the nation if you go to the country of israel the landscape of israel it is a mountainous place and they have different kinds of valleys uh, i thought like valley valleys are barren places but if you visit israel they have different kinds of valleys and some of the valleys are so vast you know they the battles were fought in some of those valleys and these valleys some of these valleys were used to uh, used for farming and cultivation because the soil there was most the most fertile the soil there was the most fertile you know those valley experience sometimes can be the most productive seasons of our lives some of those experiences difficult moments that we go through can some of be the most fruitful experiences in our life and there are some valleys in israel where there is fresh water that flows in certain seasons there are fresh waters that flows in certain seas and there are some valleys that are so steep that they they used to build cities over these valleys because these valleys acted as natural uh, you know fortresses natural fortresses to defend against the enemies so i want to encourage you this morning learn to embrace the valley experiences in our life because you will you know that is where we learn to persevere abraham persevered for 25 years to see the promise of god come to pass in his life he was faithful in waiting god to provide for him 
you know joseph lived you know lived as, as a slave for 13 years of his life in these 13 years joseph changed from an immature dreamer boy to a person who could handle the pressures of the prime minister's office the israelites when they were walking through the wilderness they could not handle the pressures of the desert you know they complained and they grumbled that is why they could not step into the promised land you know saul saul could not fight the lord's battle he could not live to fulfill god's purpose for his life he lost the kingship because he was not tested by the seasons by the by life's difficult moments but david on the other hand could fulfill god's purpose could fight god's battles because he lived as a fugitive for many years of his life you know the difficult moments the difficult years of his life toughened him and he went through those many valley experiences taught him precious lessons that is why he ran his race successfully and that is why he completed the purpose for which god had called him valley experience is with a season and it and it is with a reason it is only for a re- only for a season it is not there to be permanent you know these difficult moments are not there they are not going to be there if all that uh, you know in all the seasons but they are just there for few seasons of our lives we need to understand that you know seasons will change seasons changes it is not the same season that we experience right throughout the year we experience different seasons and that's how the difficult moments or the problems in our lives are they are there only for a season you know if we learn to persevere through these difficult moments through these trying times if we learn to uh, embrace the adversities of life then they, we will mature and we will be effective and productive in our walk with god you know james chapter 1 verse uh, chapter 1 verse 2 and 4 this is what it says consider it pure joy my brothers and sisters whenever you face trials of many kinds because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete not lacking anything he says you know because you 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 have to go through the testing of your faith because your testing produces perseverance you know we can never be effective and productive unless we learn to persevere through trials and hardships in our life luke chapter 8 verse 15 says but the seed on good soil stands for those with a noble and good heart who hear the word retain it and by persevering produce a crop they hear it they retain it and by persevering they produce a crop you know you can hear the word of god you can re- you can retain the word of god in your life but if you do not learn to persevere for the word of god then you will not see productivity and effectiveness in your life if you want to grow as a mature christian if you want to see productivity and perseverance if you want to see fulfillment of god's promise in your life then you do need to learn to persevere for the word of god you know it is we all like to see the promises of god's word come to pass in our lives but many many of us don't like the process that we have to go through but i want to tell you this this morning that if you if you desire to walk in god's word then you will be tested you know for the word that you carry in your life you will be tested by the adversities of life that's why paul told timothy in first timothy chapter 6 verse 12 fight the good fight of faith fight the good fight of faith because when pressure comes because when adversity comes that's when unbelief will enter into our life that's when it becomes difficult for us to believe and to persevere and to go forward believing in the word 
in the word of god you know the devil cannot do anything in our lives the devil cannot do anything in our lives he is a defeated foe but we have to fight the good fight of faith we have to fight for our faith in our lives because when we go through those difficult moments it is natural for us to give up it is natural for us to think negative it is not natural for us to lose hope that's why paul told fight the good fight of faith fight the good fight of faith and that's what you know the lord is reminding us this morning you know do not give up fight the good fight of faith that's what the lord does in our lives when we go through those difficult moments and we also see that not just god took them through a valley experience but he is also the god of resurrection there was a resurrection experience no matter what kind of valley experience that we go through a hope will never be cut off you know the as israelites went through this valley experience but they also experienced the resurrection power of god as a nation a god is not a dead god he is a living god and he is the author of life he is the author of life you know death is not the end death is not the end you know as long as we carry hope in our hearts experiencing death in a particular situation sometimes becomes good it is a good experience because death is only the end of a chapter but it is also the beginning of a new chapter it is also the beginning of the new chapter the israelites experienced death in the valley but they also you know there was a new chapter that began in the life of the israelites even it's the same even in our lives there are many things in our lives that cannot that is not fruitful for us that, to go forward and that has to come to it uh, to an end because you know if a, if uh, when a seed is planted in the ground the seed has to die if a new chapter in the seed's life has to begin as a plant then if the seed does not die then the plant cannot come up you know many times god brings death in our lives so that he can begin a new chapter in our lives death is only the closure of a chapter but it is also the beginning of a new chapter as long as you don't lose hope god there will always be new beginnings in our life that is why we should never be discouraged that is why we should never lose hope because there will always be a new dawn there will always be a new day and there will always be a new beginning Ezekiel chapter 37 verse 3 and 4 this is what the word of god says he asked me son of man can these bones live i said sovereign lord you alone know then he said prophesy to these bones and say to them dry bones hear the word of the lord god the lord was asking ezekiel can these bones live the lord was telling ezekiel just believe believe that i am the god of the resurrection there is nothing impossible with our god the only problem that limits god is our unbelief the only problem that limits god is our unbelief you if, if you want to change the course of your life you have to change what you believe in you know un- unbelief produces death in us but we believe when we believe in god that produces life in us john chapter 11 verse 25 and 26 jesus told martha He Jesus said to her I am the resurrection and life the one who believes in me will live even though they die and whoever lives by believing in me will never die do you believe this her brother was dead and it has been 4 days and the body was thinking you know there was no hope in that situation but Jesus said just believe just believe you know things will change we become you know i want to ask you this morning what are you what is your beliefs What are you believing in? What are your thought processes? 
what are you thinking about why is it important so important to understand what we are thinking and to analyze what we are thinking you know because we become the people uh, you know we become the person whom what we think that's why the word of god says as a man thinketh things in his heart so is he you know it's because we become the person that we are thinking about you cannot expect the life of god to flow through you if you are carrying negative thoughts god told ezekiel prophesy over the dry bones and he prophesied and there was activity and there was movement in the dead situation you cannot rise above your thoughts nor the words that you speak in your life you know you cannot rise above it you cannot rise above what you are thinking and the words that you are speaking you know there is a subconscious mind you know if you have uh, heard this study uh, pastor speak and also we we know that we are a soul body and spirit you know we have a subconscious mind and it is very important what we feed into our subconscious mind because for years we have found we have fed negativity into our subconscious mind we have constantly thought negative things when we go through difficult times when we face pressures in our life we we feed negativity into our mind and we have fed negative situations negative we have fed negativity into our subconscious mind and that is why when we are facing a difficult or challenging situation we tend to think negative I want to tell you something it is not easy but if we feed the word of god into our lives every day then that will change our subconscious mind try it and see the difference that will make in your life you know science has proved this our brain absorbs uh, the words that we speak and the thoughts early morning because that is the time when the when our mind our brain is at that frequency where it receives and absorbs uh the highest or the greatest that is why it is very important what you hear early morning what you hear early morning you need to speak the word of god every day into your lives it is called as affirmation you got to affirm yourself with the word of god because the world is full of negativity you will face negative people and negative situation but if your subconscious mind is fed with the word of god and when you face the situation you see the life of god work through you you will see the power of god that is able to work through you that is why jesus was not discouraged when the people were wailing and crying and when martha came and told him it has been 4 days jesus said so what there is a god of resurrection there is a god of hope if you want to change your destiny if you want to change the course of your life change your thought process change the words that you speak Do you think it was easy for Ezekiel? Ezekiel was a captive in the land of Babylon. And if you read the the chapter 37 the later part of that chapter you read that people had gathered around him the leaders of Israel who were in captivity in uh Babylon had gathered around him and they're telling we are dead we are cut off we have no hope and Ezekiel had to look to them and tell them and speak to them dry bones you will live once again you will be a nation why because ezekiel had to align his thought process to the word of god to what god had spoken to him in his life ezekiel not only you know not only uh change uh, you know not only believed but he also lived what he believed in you know that is why it is very imp- i want to encourage each one of you speak the word of god early morning in your lives every day of your lives that will change your subconscious mind 
do it make it a habit and try it out and see it even if you want to think negative you will not be able to think negative because you would have fed so much of god's word into your system that the only thing that will come out is the power and the life of god's word many times we do not have the power to face a situation because we do not have god's word in our life imagine a pile of dead and lifeless bone and believing that they actually can live that's what ezekiel did god showed him a pile of dead and dry bones and he believed that they can live you know they can have hope and he prophesied to the people there is hope for you you will rise up once again as a nation god told ezekiel speak to the dry bones and he spoke to the dry bones god told ezekiel speak to the people and he spoke to the people you know he could speak to the people because he believed in the words that he that he heard Philippians chapter 4 verse 8 says finally brothers and sisters whatever is true whatever is noble whatever is right whatever is pure whatever is lovely whatever is admirable if anything is excellent of pray or praiseworthy think about such things in other words paul is telling telling the church do not allow entertain any negative thoughts in your life paul understood something the power of a church that will walk in the word of god in in the positive thoughts and the words that god's word brings into our life he knew uh, what can what can happen to a church if they are thinking god's thoughts and positive thoughts in uh, in their lives god told ezekiel to prophesy to the dead bones he told ezekiel to prophesy to the people and finally god told ezekiel to prophesy to the breath Ezekiel chapter 37 verse 9 and 10 Then he said to me prophesy to the breath prophesy son of man and say to it this is what the sovereign lord says come breathe from the four winds and breathe into this slain that they may live so i prophesied as he commanded me and breath entered them they came to life and stood up on their army a vast army You know when Ezekiel prophesied to the dry bones there was activity the tendons came together the muscles came together the skin got covered up and they were a pile of now dead bodies the dead bones had become dead bodies but still there was no life this still there was no life so god told ezekiel prophesy to the breath you know the hebrew word for breath is ruach it is called as ruach it denotes a vibrant relationship between god and man in the book of genesis god created man from the dust but until he breathed breath into it it was lifeless and dormant in the new testament the breath of god is the holy spirit john chapter 20 verse 22 this is what jesus said and with that he breathed on them and said receive the holy spirit receive the holy spirit i want to tell you this morning life is a gift of god life is a gift of god mankind has no power to create life unless the holy spirit is involved in our situation there is no resurrection power there is no resurrection power you know that is why we need to understand we need to walk in a close relationship with the holy spirit because there is no resurrection power unless we are sensitive to the holy spirit unless the holy spirit comes into a situation that's why i want to tell you this morning do not grieve the holy spirit do not grieve the holy spirit and hear the voice of the holy spirit hear to his tender voice because there is life in your situation there is resurrection power in your situation The Holy Spirit is the one who gives us life. It is the Holy Spirit who heals us and who delivers 
delivers us. It is the Holy Spirit who transforms our lives. It is the Holy Spirit who demonstrates God's resurrection glory and His power. And we, we need to walk in that vibrant relationship with the Holy Spirit. Vibrant relationship with the Holy Spirit. You know, the Lord is here this morning. I do not know what you're going through in your life, but I believe that the Lord is a God of resurrection. He's a God of hope. Every dead situation will be turned around. Every hopelessness will be turned around. You know, do not look at this place with, uh, you know, let us look at this place through the eyes of Jesus, through our spiritual eyes. We are, you know, God has called each one of us here with a purpose. He has not just, God does not do things. You know, He knows what He is doing and He has a plan and a purpose. He is in control and things will change. Things will change. Believe in the word of God. I do not know why. I remember this is the second time I'm preaching from this same chapter. Ezekiel chapter 37. And I believe that dead bones are going to come to life. There is so much of death in the city of Manipal, but the resurrection power is going to move. And you and I are the channels of that resurrection glory. You know, every time we might be just few people, but you don't understand the spiritual impact that we have in the spiritual realm. The enemy is a defeated foe. Do not hear the report what people say, but hear what the word of God say. And speak life. Every day as you walk into your college, every day as you walk into your situation, carry that word in your life. Carry that word in your life. Do not be overcome by your situation. Do not be overcome by prayer pressure. Do not be overcome by the culture of this place. God has called you to influence this place. The reputation of the Lord is at stake. We need to understand that. Don't think you're powerless. Don't think that you're helpless. God just needed one man and 300 people to destroy the mighty army that had come against the Israelites. He needed just two people. Just two people. Out of the two million, he just needed two people to believe. And that's why God gave them the promised land, the land of Canaan. They could enter because two people believed. Two people believed. If you fight the good fight of faith and not allow one belief to come into your lives, this place will be filled. This place will not be sufficient. You will move out of this place. That's what I pray this morning. I've seen it. Danny has seen it. We have experienced it in our lives. No situation is too hard for the Lord. No place is too dry for the Lord. No death can stand in God's presence. And that's what I believe in the, in, for, for each one of us this morning. Shall we bow our heads and look to the Lord? Father, we thank you and praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You have called us. Your word says, Lord, do not despise the days of small beginnings, O oh God. Father, we have seen your faithfulness at work, O oh God. There is no situation that is impossible. There is no situation that is too hard, O oh Father. I praise you and bless you and worship you, O oh God. You are the almighty God, O oh Father. Lord, you are the giver of life, Lord. You are the author and the finisher of our faith, O oh God. You are the Alpha and Omega. What you have begun in this place, you will bring it to completion in the name of Jesus, Father. 
And I speak hope, Lord. I speak life in this place, O oh God. In the city of Manipal, every dry bone will hear the word of God, will come to life in the name of Jesus. We pull down the strongholds of this city in the name of Jesus. And I speak the victory of God, O oh Father, Spirit of God. Pray that you will work in this place. You will move in this place, O oh God. Lord, I pray there will be sounds of Lord, of Lord, the Spirit of God moving in the days to come, O oh God. Lord, there will be movement, Lord. The Holy Spirit will work in this place, O oh God. Even now, as we are speaking your word, there is life, O oh God. There is something that you are doing in this city. And there is something you are doing in each one of our lives, O oh God. You are faithful, O oh God. The God of Israel is our God. Thank you. When we look at the nation of Israel, we remember the faithfulness of God. The God who has called us is faithful till the very end of God. We trust in you. We look to you, O Father. Thank you for your promises. Thank you for your word that stands forever. And thank you for your eternal love, O Father, that never fails, O God. Father, we give you the glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. That really spoke to me and I pray that it spoke to you as well. I want you to remember this. It doesn't matter what you're going through and where you're at. Our Heavenly Father is always with you. I want to say this, if you need prayer or you want to reach out to us, send us an email or DM us on Instagram. You know, let us know if we can serve you in any way. Just a reminder, don't forget to subscribe so that you can tune in with us again. And I'm really hoping to see you next week.